Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Gentry, and you're listening to The Fire in the Madhouse. So I think I think we're going. I think we're recording. Um, this... Uh, one of the things that I really wanted to, to, to talk about was a, a situation that came up yesterday. Um, and this keeps coming up over and over again. And that is becoming whole, like a solid person. And the backstory is this, um, two of my employees, uh, came to me because they had been butting heads over the past couple of months and there was not a whole lot of resolution. Nothing was really like nothing was really progressing. So, um, so one of the young ladies, I had a private conversation with her and I could tell instantaneously that she was like, kind of like a softy at heart, you know, very much kind of like you, there's a softy at heart, <laughs> there's a softy at heart. And then she's trying to kind of act like a big girl, you know, she's putting on her business, you know, her business face and her business facade. And it's not, there's not, something's not clicking. Right. And so then there's the other employee, um, that is very strong minded, very, um, determined. She's been around me for a little bit longer. So her, her attitude's a little bit more like assertive. Her personality is a little bit more assertive and she has a very clear direction about what she's doing. And so what ends up happening is, is that you have this dominant force that kind of feels like it's almost like, I wouldn't say taking advantage of or, um, harming or hurting, but it's almost like over overpowering and overshadowing this um, more softer, you know, energy that this that this employee has. And so, <clears throat> at some point, as we're going through our private conversation, I, it, it occurs to me as like, you're kind of a softy. Like you're not this strong, you know, hard-minded individual. You're not strong-willed individual. Like you're a very soft, gentle, kind little person. Like, why are you trying to pretend like you're you know, somebody that you're not. And it was interesting because, um, because as I was uncovering this, it became, it became very clear to me that when they had their original, um, mediation of like, like community, like clearing the air session is what we call it. Clearing the air, like where we get people in a room and we just fucking have it out until the air is clear. (laughs) Kind of like what we just did. Um, so Um, but with an actual resolve. Um, so what ends up happening is, is that during, um, their first, um, clear the air session, this, the, you know, the employee number one or teammate number one, the softer one, but trying to put on the facade of being really, you know, stern and strong, she was not her authentic self, which meant that employee number two that's making these adjustments of like, well, I need to be less, you know, harsh towards her or whatever is kind of like placating her ego. Um, what ended up happening was, is that, um, employee number two couldn't really get anything accomplished. There was no, um, there was no resolve. There was no, in the first clear the air session because there was no, She was accommodating to a ghost, to ether. It's like a cloud. We as people, when we become agreeable, 
when we become passive and we're not really honoring our boundaries, we become like a cloud, like ether. Nothing's really solid. It becomes like an intangible. So to hold somebody accountable becomes impossible. To make changes accommodating to somebody else like that, it becomes impossible because we're boxing a shadow. We're fighting a shadow, a phantom, something that doesn't even really exist. It's a mirage, like an illusion. Here's this illusion of who this person is because it's not their really their authentic self. So the more that we become agreeable as a, as a culture, as a people, people surrounding us, our close circle of friends, if you don't challenge, like if you, for instance, don't challenge me, if you don't sit there and say, I like this lens better than this, or I like this lighting, or your fucking forehead's too shiny or too oily, your face looks oily as shit. Like if you don't say these things to me, you don't give me that feedback, that biofeedback, you are never going to pull out the best part of me. That makes sense. Right? And so just a moment ago, we're sitting in the room, you sat there and, and you had, and you, I was shocked. I actually turned and looked at you because you said, well, I don't agree. I disagree with you about this. And I was like, oh, yeah, fucking Sherry's disagreeing with me. I like it. What's up? But here's what it does is that it allows me to know how to honor your dynamic. It allows me to trust you as a person to know that I can come to you when I might need a sounding board of um, clarity. The more that you say, hey, I think this is going to look better or it's going to view better, it's going to play better, it's going to sound better, um, the better you're going to pull out of me, the better version of myself you're going to pull out of me. If we become agreeable and just yes somebody to death, we see people veering off into really you know, unhealthy territories. Um, I see this in business. I see this in relationships. I see, like, you see this in, in, um, in spirituality. If you just yes somebody to death, it's literally like you might as well just be like, saying goodbye to that person. If, if you don't have the ability to stand up and say, I disagree with you about something or, Hey, this framing might look a little bit better or whatever the dynamic is. If we don't take the time to do that for ourselves and for our friends and our family and our loved ones and our, te our teammates and so on and so forth, we will eventually end up in a very mono, monotone life, like a dial tone, just fucking flatlined. There needs to be stimulation and there needs to be challenge and there needs to be pushback and there needs to be um, drawing of boundaries. When you deal with somebody that is like, like water, you deal with somebody in a, in a container, they have form, they have substance. I can hold this in my hand. I know what to do with this. I know how to drink it. I know how to hold it. I know where to place it. But the moment that I take it out of its boundaries is the moment it's going to start slipping through my fingers and it becomes an intangible. It starts slipping through. I can't hold it anymore. And if we choose to just be like water like this, if we choose to become an intangible then we're not actually adding value to anybody. We're not becoming a solid person. We're not making ourselves whole. And so for me, giving feedback to um, my teammate 
that was soft. As I said, there is beauty in being soft. There is strength in being soft. There is a strength in being your authentic self. There is a strength in knowing your boundaries. There is a strength in honoring your boundaries. There's a strength in your opinion. There's a value in your opinion. It doesn't mean that it's always right. It doesn't mean that you don't um, negotiate or have to find a common ground with, with people. But at least people will know where you stand. There's this old saying, it's like, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. That's how people will treat you. If you don't stand for something, people will push you the fuck over. People will roll over you. People will um, not value your opinion. People will not value you as a person or as a teammate. And that happens over and over and over again because people are afraid to stand up for themselves or stand up for their opinion. They don't sometimes feel like they have a, um, like their opinion or their, their position or their viewpoint isn't honored. And so I find myself in this really interesting position, which is what we just found ourselves in in a, in a meeting recently, where I have to kind of hold my ground about certain things because this is what I need to see happen because this is what I'm honoring. I might be dead fucking wrong. I might be dead wrong. I don't know. But at least I'm standing for something that somebody can point back to and say, see, you were fucking wrong here, and now you need to pay attention. Or see, you were right here. Let's keep moving forward. You might be right on this next thing. If we can sit there and kind of like, like I don't know, I, I never said that. I don't know what the, I, I didn't know that I, I uh, then we keep, we keep the momentum going of devaluing each other where we cannot hold each other accountable. We cannot make the proper changes that we need to make. If I know for you, for instance, that I know that you're a genuinely soft hearted individual, you're a softie. So I have to approach you differently than I would approach Josh, for instance, right? And if I don't honor that dynamic between you and I, then I become an asshole. I become a fucking bully is what it really boils down to. So what I gave to my teammate was, I go, why don't you go talk to your, to your teammate, which is during the clear of the air, and say, I'm really intimidated by you. I'm scared of you. I'm not as strong and, and as, as tough as I thought I was. And I really value your opinion of me. And so when you give me criticism or feedback, it makes me feel like I'm letting you down. It makes, it hurts my feelings. I'm scared to, to, to challenge you. Um, I go, why don't you go back and, and be vulnerable in that context and see what happens, see what the dynamic becomes at that point. Because at that point, if, teammate A goes to teammate B and teammate B hears these words of I'm intimidated by you. I'm scared of you. And I don't want to challenge you. And teammate B continues to be domineering in that relationship. Teammate B becomes a dick. (laughs) Don't be a dick. If I know that you're soft, if I know that you're kind and gentle, I need to approach you differently than I would approach Josh who really likes getting kicked a lot. No, he hates it. But there is strength in honoring who you are and your personality type, your ego, like not like ego, like I've got a big ego, but like synonymous with like personality, knowing your personality and owning your personality and owning that strength and owning the beauty in that is a huge, huge, huge 
asset of self-awareness, being able to own the fact that I might be softer than the next person. You've heard me repeatedly be like, I'm a child, I'm an adolescent, you need to rein me in when things are important, or I'm an idiot when it comes to numbers, you need to sit me down and tell me what the fuck is up, you need to bring me into focus. I'm aware of my weaknesses, so that way I can, I can ask people like you that surround me on a daily basis to hold me accountable for where I'm weakest. Now there's gonna be areas where I'm really fucking strong, and in that strength, I can focus all of my attention on my strengths and not so much on my weaknesses. And I can almost like delegate my weaknesses to other people to help me hold myself accountable. But if I pretend, if I walk into this business and I pretend like I've got my shit together, like I know what the fuck I'm doing, I'm committing fucking like reputation suicide because I will fail drastically because everybody thinks, well, Gentry's got his shit together. He must be doing his job. No, I'm not. I need help. I can't do this kind of shit by myself. I need somebody like you to come in and help build a brand, not just for me, but for my businesses, right? That's the idea. I'm not good at what you're doing. I have no fucking idea how to do what this, I have no, this, I have no idea. When I started doing podcasting, I had to sit down with a dude named Troy and I was like, dude, what do I press? And he was like, uh, you need to press this button and then you need to press this button and you need to press this button. I needed that help. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. And so I think that if we could honor our weaknesses and our strengths, that becomes, it makes us more of a solid person. Even to just sit there and go, I don't know, I don't know numbers. Help me figure this out. It makes me more of a solid, tangible person. If I play the fucking role of like, oh yeah, I, I got it together. I'll, I'll go over the budgets and, um, you know, I'll look at the PNL. It's all good. Yeah, I'll figure it out. You guys are going to have it in your head that I know what the fuck I'm doing. And I don't. So it's, so it's important for me to be very transparent about my limitations, my strengths, my weaknesses. I think it's extremely important for anybody around me to sit there and say, I disagree with you, Gentry. It's funny because this just came up. Mm-hmm. This just came up, yeah. and I'm now talking about it. It is important for us to become whole, to become complete, to know where our boundaries are so we can become tangible, so people can either lean on us or push us away accordingly to where we are in our lives. You don't want to have people around you that are like, like I'm a, I'm a happily married man with children. Like the shit that I used to do 10 years ago, I don't want those people in my life anymore because they're still single bachelors out partying and doing their fucking things. I do not like, I had to become a whole individual and own that I was happily married, that I have children, that I love being a father. I had to own that. But if I keep dabbling in the old world of like, oh yeah, let's go party and get fucked up, you know, hit up on all the girls, what kind of fucking low life scumbag would I be? I'd be living two different lives. And that's not what I want to do for myself. And this goes in business too. You'll notice I stand up for what I believe in. I'm not always right. I could be dead fucking wrong but you'll always know where I stand. That's important. It's going to be important for you to know where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are. So that way we can actually make progress together as a team and as friends and as partners or whatever it is, whatever dynamic we're playing in our lives. It's important for us to become whole. It is important for us to become complete. It is important for us to become tangible and not like, clouds and ether that are just slipping through our fucking fingers. 
And so my invitation to anybody watching or listening is stand up for what you believe in, speak out about what you believe in, hold your viewpoints, but also be open to being challenged. You can never be challenged if you don't stand up for something. Don't yes people to death. It's the most unloving thing that you could possibly do to another human being is just, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks good. Look, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You're doing a great job. It's like, no, you're doing a fucked up job and you need some help. Nobody's going to get any better if you don't speak up. I get called out all the time. I just got a text message just a second ago, right when we started recording. Somebody said, dude, I texted you something vulnerable and you fucking didn't respond and you let me down and that broke my heart and it makes me feel like you don't love me anymore. It's like, whoa, that's one of my teammates in Hawaii. That's the kind of transparency I need. She's holding me accountable to the fact that I did not, you know, like I did not respond to something when she was being vulnerable and I should have done that. Those are the kind of people that I want to surround myself with. People that are going to hold me accountable to my best self. Now she could have just held on to that grudge and just not said anything to me and we would have drifted further and further and further apart. But as soon as I hang up, you know, and fucking press end record on this or whatever's, you know, with the camera, I'm going to get on the phone and I'm going to say, I'm sorry. And I love you. And I'm here and I'm totally present. And what's up? Because that's what you're supposed to do. But I would never have known that if she didn't stand up for what she believes in. And I also can't solve anything if I don't take accountability. If I don't own where I failed her, we're never going to get back on track. So become whole. Invite yourself. Push yourself. Have people around you that are going to hold you accountable. They're going to push you harder and harder and harder. Become whole. Become complete. Become solid. And you'll be amazed at how far you go in life at that point and how beautiful life can be and how incredible your relationships can be. My relationship with my wife, for example, if I did not fight and believe so wholeheartedly in my relationship with her or being a father, you can imagine what kind of trust would be happening in my, in my marriage. If I was out with my actions doing one thing and then my words were doing something else, or if I just meh, waddled, you know, just waddled through life with no fucking spine whatsoever. Who's going to fucking trust somebody like that? Become whole, become solid. That's it. Hey guys, thank you again so much for listening. I really hope you got some value from today's uh, podcast. If you could please do your best to share this with a couple of friends of yours, post it on social media, just get the word out there. I would really, really appreciate it. Also, if you could follow me on Instagram, follow me on Facebook, head up my website, gentrypetzel.com. Send me an email. Give me some feedback. Let me know what the fuck I need to address. Let me know other questions that you guys have, any feedback, any comments, concerns. I'd love to hear from you guys. And again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll talk to you soon.